Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Um, I'm so excited to be back with you guys for another Sunday recap, and I'm so excited to have my favorite and the only co-host or guest I've ever had back on the podcast with me. My husband, Joseph, is here. You want to say hi? Hey, everybody. I'm definitely not a co-host. Maybe a guest. (laughs) Oh, maybe a guest? Maybe a guest. Okay. So my favorite, maybe a guest, is on here with me today, and we're going to recap. Well, I'm going to recap today's service, and Joseph is going to help me recap last Sunday's service because I wasn't there for it. Yeah, you backslid, skip church. I was not. I did. Mm. You did skip church. Well, I skipped church. It's funny you skipped church the week I preached about how it's important to go to church. I skipped church because I was at church camp. So that's a totally different thing. But I heard that it was a great message and and um, that's why Joseph is here to help me recap it because I feel like you guys need to hear it too. So Did it's, you watch the replay on the live stream? No. I don't watch live stream. I don't watch the live stream ever. Ever. It's just not something that I do. But you told me what the message was about, so I feel like I heard it. And I feel like everyone else needs to hear it too. Okay, Okay, before we get into the Sunday recap, we've had a lot going on around here. I don't, Joseph's face, I don't know if we want to talk about it. A tree fell on our house this week. Um, It's a lot worse, it sounds a lot worse than it was but it was pretty bad we you know like our house is still livable it's still a safe space but um, it's going to cost us a fortune to fix it and so that's a prayer request and it's just been one thing right after another we were i was at camp got home from camp had a screw in my tire so there was that our air went out the week before our air conditioning was out the week before that so we've just really been through it but um, the Lord, God is good, and we're still here, and we're going to keep on uh, spreading the good news of the gospel and how good God is, so that's what we're doing. Also, if you follow along with the podcast, I've been doing the Romans Bible study, and we just have a little bit left. Let's see, we're chapter 13, 12 or 13 comes out tomorrow. There's only... 16 chapters, so we've got like eight days left. So just a little more than a week left in the Romans Bible study. If you haven't listened to any of the episodes, it's not too late. If you want to start reading the book of Romans, you can do that and follow along on the podcast. And um, Or if you've read the book of Romans before, you can listen to literally all the episodes so far in just like a couple hours. And then in the future, if you ever read the book of Romans, you can come back and listen to those episodes. There, I've had so much fun doing it, and there's been a lot of good feedback about it. So I'm, I love it, and I think that you guys will too. All right, that's all I have as far as just like miscellaneous announcements and stuff. So let's talk about the Sunday recap. Today was the last 
installment of this three-week series that we've been doing about community. And the first Sunday, two Sundays ago, it was about community, God's plan from the beginning. Last Sunday was community, God's plan for the church. And today was community, God's plan for eternity. I loved it. I've loved everything about this series. I wish we could just start over again next Sunday and do it again because I think it's something that people need reminded of constantly. Actually, I'm teaching Wednesday night at church and I've already decided I'm just going to make it the fourth part of the series. I'm going to talk about relationships. I like it. Yeah, it's going to be fun, I think. It might be hard because relationships are hard, but it's fine. So... Just to recap the recap, two weeks ago, uh, we talked about community, God's plan from the beginning. I think my biggest takeaway from that message, and I want to say it because it comes back into play again today, my biggest takeaway is that every community is made up of givers and takers, and that we're all going to be in both of those roles at some point. Like, you are you might not always be a giver. You might not always be a taker, even though it does feel that way sometimes, but like, at different maybe receivers is a better word than takers yeah givers and receivers yeah because sometimes in life you're the giver sometimes you're the receiver that's just the way it is it's natural but my favorite part is that in a healthy community giving should be done generously and receiving should be done with gratitude yeah. i feel like those are two big words that um giving leads to generosity receiving leads leads to gratitude right and that's, I keep telling myself that, um, like, it's just a good thing to examine, like, what role am I in right now in this season of my life? And if I'm in a season to give, am I giving generously? And if I'm in a season where I need to receive, am I showing gratitude for that? And so I want to talk about that a little bit more when we get to this third part, because it came back into play today. And I thought it was so good talking about God's plan for eternity. But Joseph's going to recap last week's message, God's uh, community, God's plan for the church. He's going to recap that for us really quick. So your turn. Awesome. So last week we talked about community and God's plan for the church. And the big takeaway is if you look at the early church in the book of Acts, um, when they first got together, they were all in one accord in one place. And so getting together is important, but even more is being together with the same goal. Um, they were there for the same goal, and Pentecost happened. Uh, the Lord poured out His Spirit, uh, and there was a great revival. Um, from there, if you read after that, it says that in Acts chapter 2, verse 46, that they continued daily with one accord in temples and breaking bread house to house, uh, and that the Lord added to the church daily. And so it's more than just assembling together uh, once a week on a Sunday morning. It's coming together daily. Uh, church is not just a building that we go to. Church is something we do. Um, and so when we come together, church is something more than just uh, showing up on a Sunday morning. Church is something we do each and every day and that we should be connecting each and every day with, with each other. Uh, it's a daily thing. Um, also, unity is not uniformity. Unity um, is coming together with the same goal in mind. 
everybody is a part of the same community. Everyone has the same goal, but we all have different roles to play to get to those goals. Uh, it's not just for it's not just one person's job to establish community. It's all of our jobs to come together. And he's gifted each and every one of us differently. Uh, we all have different jobs, roles, giftings, and abilities, uh, but we all focus on the same goal. Now, the challenging part with community is that uh, we There's lots of challenging parts. Oh, there is. But the three we talked about last week, the challenging part of community, um, is that we can't allow the ways of the world to creep into the church. And what the world wants us to do is to compare, compete, and uh, it causes entitlement. And so what we talked about is that we've got to stop comparing ourselves to each other, comparing ourselves to our neighbors, comparing ourselves to the congregation down the street. Uh, it's not a competition. We can all make it. Um, we don't have to compete with one another. We, are, we shouldn't even look at each other um, as the, the ruler, right? We are not measuring ourselves against each other. There is no competition with this race called life. Uh, and then we have to lay aside entitlement. Entitlement is really big right now in the world that we live in. And I believe that um, it's definitely a part of our flesh that we have to overcome. Everybody wants to feel entitled. Everybody wants what they want. But entitlement leads to self-centeredness and self-focus. And what we need to do is focus on what's best for the group, what's best for the community, what's the goal of the community. So how do we overcome that? It's Romans 12 and 1. We present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. And we don't conform to this world, but we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Um, and so we've got to learn to renew our minds. We've got to learn to reprogram how we see things because the flesh side of us wants to compare. It wants to compete and we struggle with entitlement. But once we renew our minds, once we reprogram ourselves and say, you know what, this is about the community. This is about what's best for the group. Uh, we can start growing and building those relationships uh, and we can have those moments just like at Pentecost. Uh, we can see God add to the church daily. But that's sort of the the big takeaway, um, I think, from last week. It's about, it's us coming together. It's us having the same goal. Uh, it's no one person in the church is bigger than the other. Um, I read a quote uh, from something that you had shared with me from Facebook that really stuck out to me last week where it talked about uh, in the book of Acts church, there was no pulpits. Don't focus on it. In the book of Acts church, there was no platform. Don't emphasize it. That ministry is done each and every day, one-on-one, -on -one, uh, and that's what grows the church. In the book of Acts, it says that he added to the church daily. So um, I encouraged our church last week, invite somebody to your house for dinner before you invite them to church. Yeah. That's so good. You know, and it's crazy how God does this. He's well, God is, it's not crazy because God's just so good and he is so divine and sovereign in nature. But this goes along exactly. If you guys are following along with the Romans Bible study, this goes along exactly with what We've been reading in Romans when you were saying that about the entitlement. It made me think about the church at Rome and that the Jewish Christians felt like they were entitled to um, kind of 
what God had done because they were like his chosen people and because they had been circumcised. And so they looked at the Gentiles as like lesser than. And so it, it just made me think about that and how Paul was like, no, there's a ditch on both sides. Like you're either you're in sin on this side, but on this side, you're like self-righteous. It made me think of that. And then, um, oh my gosh, you were all over chapter 12. I mean, I know you quoted chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, but that next part of chapter 12, verses like 3 through 9, are all about the body and how one member is not more important right. than another. And that's so good. I love that. Oh, my goodness. I could talk about Romans all day. Um, I should have went back and listened to that message because it would have made today's message even better than it already was. I thought today's message was amazing, but so many things that you were saying went along with today's message. Yeah. My favorite, like my favorite quote from this morning, I wrote it down in my notes, is that um, none of us are entitled to heaven. Right. Like, so this, I said we were going to come back to the generosity and gratitude part. So today was the like final message and it was about um, community, God's plan for eternity. And one of the things that you said was about when we get to heaven, we will all be on the receiving end. Right. And so that means that there won't be anyone in heaven who isn't showing gratitude. Right. And I guess, I mean, that you could say, like, if you're not showing gratitude in heaven, you won't be there. <laughs> because if you get to go there, you should be so thankful because none of us are going to get to go there by our own power. Jesus made a way for us to get there. Right. Oh, this is what I was going to say. When you were talking about in chapter 12 that we have to have that renewal of our mind, this is something I was just talking about is that chapter 12, verse 1, it says to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord. Mm -hmm. But if you read in the other verse, other parts of chapter 12, it sh shows us that Jesus was the only perfect and acceptable sacrifice. Right. And so how can we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable? It's because we take on yeah. his sacrifice. He was the perfect sacrifice. And Romans, yeah, us. Romans six, it says in Romans six that we, um, that when we're baptized, we're baptized into his death. And then in Romans seven, it says a similar thing that we take on the death of Jesus. And that's how we can present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable is that we take on his death so that we can be raised with him in new life for resurrection power. Right. Anyways, that's so good. Um, so I've said two things here. One is that when we get to heaven, we'll all be on the receiving end because he's letting us in based on his work, his finished work on the cross, and not because of anything that we deserve. So we should all be on the in, the gratitude end right. of the spectrum. And yeah, then heaven's going to be not full of perfect people, but full of grateful people. Yes. Yes, that was so good. I don't know if I wrote that down or not. I have a ton of notes, but that is so good. Heaven will be full of will not be full of perfect people. It will be full of grateful people. But on the flip side, we'll be, we'll be givers too because we'll be giving our praise to yeah. God for eternity. Generously. Generously, yeah. So it takes both. Um, I don't know if you meant to do this because you didn't like state these as your points in your message this morning, but I, did you have like a three-point outline? I did. 
Okay, but you didn't say them. You didn't yeah. say like this is point number one, point number two, but I think I got them. So let's okay. see if I've got the three points. Um, well, I did see that you won't be bald in heaven because there's no parting over there, but that wasn't the point. Okay. Um, so one of the points was that heaven is divinely... Okay, the first point was that heaven is a divine gift. Yeah. And that's where generosity or that's where gratitude shows up because we don't deserve to be in heaven. Yeah, we're not There's entitled. no, we're not entitled to heaven. Heaven is a gift from God to us, a gift of grace. And you quoted the scripture in Romans there too, that, uh, the gift of God is life, eternal life. Yes. It's a gift the of God. The wages of sin is death, but, but the, the gift, gift of, of God. God is eternal life. Yeah. We deserve death. We deserve hell. But if we get to go to heaven, it's, it's, we must be grateful because we don't deserve heaven. Right. So point number one is that heaven is a divine gift. And then point number two, I have, I thought was that heaven is divinely prepared for yes. us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm two for two. Um, and that came from John 14, two. Yeah. I've gone to prepare a place for you in my house are many mansions. Yeah. That scripture. We had this conversation with Micah at lunch. He asked, about the mansions in heaven. Do you think they're real mansions? I don't know. <laughs> There's so much about heaven. This is what I can tell you about heaven. It's the creator of all creators created it for us. It's going to be greater than anything we could ever imagine. There's a lot of opinions on heaven. And uh, all I know and all I can say is it's going to be worth it. Right. It's going to be greater than anything we can think of, than anything we can imagine. It's it's going to be perfect. It's not going to be corrupt. It's not going to be corruptible. It's going to be perfect. Okay. Third point. Mm -hmm. Did it go with the divinely something? Divinely, a divine gift. It's divinely prepared, but I don't have another divine something. Yeah. It was, My notes it was are about, about not being corruptible. The right. image taken on that the yeah, longer that. we're in a relationship with Jesus, the more we should look like him taking on the image of Christ. Yeah. I would have said was like the third um, point. And uh, yeah, first Corinthians fifteen forty nine that the heavenly community will bear the image of Jesus. Yes. So I'm three for three. Yeah. So I guess I have four points then. <laughs> what was the fourth point? About uh, not being... Uh, there's no corruption there. It, we won't be corrupted by the world. Okay. Which kind of goes back to your message from last week. And this, this, so this is what, and I brought this up during praise and worship. So we sang songs about heaven today. But one of the songs we sang is Revelation song, which I referred to as an older song because I sang it in my senior year of high school in the talent show, which was... 20 well, years ago. no. 13 years ago. Wait, 14 years ago. Oh, no. You're getting old. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. That's bad. Um, so, and but what I said to our congregation was that the, the lyrics of Revelation song, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come, is a direct quote from the book of Revelation, the song that we're going to sing at the throne. Mm -hmm. And so what we talked about was that once we take on, um, once we've been born again of the water and of the spirit, we take on this new life. We are starting eternity now in our spirit. 
the spiritual man starts eternity yeah when he is born again you know our physical body will see death unless we get taken in the rapture but our even then we get a new body mm-hmm. and another one of those things that's a gray area but um our physical body will die but we get when you come into a relationship with the lord we can get started on eternity here it may not be heaven but it is to be in the pre- we can be in the presence of the lord yeah. right now and that was the kind of how you finished it up Let's see, I wanted to read the notes, is that heaven begins here on earth in our hearts is the note that I wrote, and that the Holy Ghost is the earnest of our inheritance. And I wrote in parentheses, you said, I just can't imagine anything better than the Holy Ghost. But he's got something better for us. Right, because the Holy Ghost is just earnest. Can you explain what that means, that the Holy Ghost is the earnest of our inheritance? So, like, when you buy a house, you have to have earnest money. So you you put down this money to hold the house. Uh, and that's how I see the when the scripture says that the Holy Ghost is our earnest inheritance. It's like God saying, "Hey, you're mine. This is this is my deposit to show you that you're mine. Here's a little something now, but I got something so much more for you later." Uh, and I think that's that's how I explain it as the Holy Ghost is our uh, earnest inheritance. It's something that He has given us now. He's given us a peace of eternity already he's given us a piece of heaven already because one of the greatest things about heaven is we're going to be in community with him uh, i think one of those scriptures that i read in revelation it talks about that uh god will be with we will be his people and he will be our god uh we're with him now if we have the holy ghost he's dwelling inside of us uh so he's he's living inside of us now uh but we're going to be with him in heaven in eternity um and it's it's going to be so much greater than we could even imagine i can't imagine anything greater than the holy ghost but it's we're going to not he's not going to just live within us he's we're going to be with him face to face yeah i was looking up this verse it made me think of first corinthians thirteen twelve, and i'm reading this from the new living translation it says now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. Right. right. I'm going to read the next verse because it's just good. Three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Awesome. All right. And then that was the end. That was the end of the three part series on community and I'm sad that it's over like I said I just want to start it over again because I think it's a good reminder so like some key takeaways number one uh, we need givers to give generously and receivers to show gratitude number two I think this is powerful something that you mentioned today but that was probably a bigger deal last week is that something that makes a community successful is that they all have the same goal yeah And then in that, there's no comparison, no competing, no entitlement. And then today, that heaven is a, it's a divine gift. It's divinely prepared. And that. We can't get it without Jesus. Yeah. It's so good. I think my favorite scripture um, from today is Revelation 7, 9, and 10. It says, after this, I beheld 
And lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, and all kindreds, and all people, and all tongues, stood before the throne, and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. It's amazing to me that heaven's going to be so big that it's a multitude that no man could number. And yeah. it's all nations, all kindreds, all people, all tongues. There's going to be people in heaven that we didn't expect to be there. Oh, it's, I was about to say, like my daddy always said, we're going to be surprised by the people we see when we get to heaven. Yeah, I think so. I love that. I think that's a great place to end. Um, thank you guys for listening today. Uh, follow along with us on the Romans Bible study, and we'll be back next week for another Sunday recap. We'll talk to you later. Hey, it's me again. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, would you consider leaving a review or rating it? I would really appreciate it. It helps the podcast get into the hands, the ears, of other people who need to hear about the Word of God. And if you've listened before, you know how I like to end every podcast. You are a Bible reader. You can understand the Word of God, and you will be changed by what you read. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.